in my writing, I'm trying to get honestly a little bit more simple. And as far as like the lyrics are concerned, just say what I actually want to say. Like, don't try to hide it behind a lot of like overcomplications. Like, I just want to, I just want to say the truth of the gospel. That is a great way to go. I'm that was that, that was Kiss, by the way. That's Kiss. Right. Kiss. Keep That's it right. simple. Stupid. Stupid. That's right. Kiss. You two riff off each other so well. <laughs> Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Hey, Drew. Oh, no. It's time. Is it, though? It's time. It's time for Between the Grooves! Yay! Oh, I'm so sorry. Can we, can we throw some, you know, some of that fake applause into there? That's not. You I know, some booze. No, no, no. Some, some, you know, Travis, our producer, can definitely put some sound effects of, of the crowd cheering, you know, big stadium crowd. Easy. Come on. Come on, Travis. Do that for us. Here we go. Here we go. It is Between the Grooves, your weekly look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. And uh, Drew and I love to chat with these people in the music industry, whether they be producers or artists themselves or musicians. Um, And uh, you're along for the ride. We appreciate that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. This week's episode features a great conversation with Zach from a live city band. We're going to be chatting with him in just a little bit. Uh, everything from, you know, what they've been doing as a band, their journey, uh, what's been happening during COVID, uh, some simple little tricks in recording. That's all coming up in just a bit. But before that, it's time for Community Corkboard. Community Corkboard. You know, you haven't had the energy the last few weeks with no, community corkboard. It, it used to be, you know, this community corkboard and yeah. everybody's kind of cheering and everybody's liking that. And yeah, I know. now it's, you're I just know. very subdued. What's going on? Because I'm waiting for someone to say, hey guys, let me bring you in some coffee in the morning. I know it's early. I know, you know, you guys, oh, you know, you know Drew's a musician. He's so, so a coffee sponsor? Five. Coffee sponsor is yeah, what you're looking just, for? Or just some people saying, hey, let me just do this. Let me just, you know, help you guys out. You know, you know the funniest thing is I saw an Instagram post from Darren, from Darren Mulligan from oh, yeah. We Are Messengers. Yeah. It was in the last few days or something like that. Yeah. And, he, and he posts something. He says something with his accent. You know, it's 717 and I just came back from the gym and, uh, yeah, I was at the gym because because I have to go, and and I and I just laughed when I heard that. The fo- two funny things were I have to go, you know, he needs to, you know, COVID is, you know, not yeah. allowed him to exercise as much. And yeah. the second thing was seven seventeen. What was that too early in the morning for you? <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> for a musician and <laughs> an artist, right, exactly. absolutely. Oh my Up late goodness. at night, either uh, doing a gig or it, you know man. online performing or writing music That's and or hanging out with the kids, whatever. Oh my goodness, so it's kind of funny. So you're looking for a coffee sponsor. Is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, hey, if you're out there and if you are, you know, part of a company or maybe you work for one or maybe you're just a generous person who just wants to come by and swing by and drop off some great coffee. And I would love that. That'd be and amazing. and there's more. Not just coffee. Donuts. 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 Come on, let's get some 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 pastries happening. You know? Could you imagine how amazing that would be? The only problem with that is we'd be chatting with our guests with 
our mouth full of food. I don't see that as a problem. I see it as a, as a complete win. It's for us, not our guests. Yeah, they're fine. They're <laughs> fine. Are you asking the question as they're talking? We're we do the mention. Right. Right? Hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Community Corp Board. Listen, there's been a, uh, some some good stuff being released and some not good stuff being released. Uh, I know Andrew Marcus, um, you know, one of our previous guests, he's uh, released something. I think it was last week, week before. That falls under the good stuff being released. It does. Right, yeah, okay. he's, he's fantastic and he's always doing some great work. Um, I know uh, previous guest John Corbin has just released uh, uh, his podcast. He's been working on this thing for a long time time. And, and, and you were a guest on there, weren't you? Uh, I was a guest. I was yeah. a guest. Yeah. So that was, and that was a great conversation with him. He's a great interviewer. And so it was tons of fun to connect and chat with my bro. So that was cool. Um, I released something last week um, from my Hymns the Architect project. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool, which you can only find on my website. Wah, wah, wah. Is this all about you right now? Well, I mean, Andrew Marcus wasn't about me. Oh, okay, although, no. though we do share the same name, and John Corbin wasn't about me. No, but though, it, it was. Though, it was indirectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the next thing is that uh, between the grooves is the best podcast ever. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. There that's we go. okay. So I now you're now you're part of this. Now, nice. not to say that it's all about you. You are doing your whole lockdown thing again. <laughs> I am. I'm starting that up again. So, so it, this is an online thing, Facebook, Instagram. That's right. So um, uh, those of you who don't know, um, at the beginning of lockdown, like around March break, I started doing these shows, online shows on Instagram and Facebook, sometimes you know, really early in the morning, like at midnight or one, sometimes around dinner time. And then it became like an every Friday thing. Um, then I stopped because it was summer and you know, people were going outside more. I was like, yeah, whatever. But now it's getting close. You know, it's getting colder. It's wintertime. It's getting darker. It's getting, right? Sooner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I figured, let me start up again. Let's see what happens. So I'll be starting that again. Um, most likely be eight o'clock on Facebook and then nine thirty on Instagram. That's the that's the plan so far. Good stuff. Yeah, should be yeah, fun. Good stuff. And I guess the only other thing I can add to Community Court Board this week is that uh, um, Kanye West has officially conceded the U.S. election. <laughs> The funny thing is, he got a lot of votes. I mean, considering I know. he got a lot of votes. Yeah. I didn't think he would get that many. Now, has he said if he's going to officially run in, in 2024? He hasn't officially said that. But okay. I mean, yeah, he will. Let's be let's be honest. He will. I don't uh, I don't know. That would be interesting. I mean, I suppose it would be interesting for anybody to be the U.S. president. I don't relish that job for anybody. Seriously. Yeah. You know, yeah. so so and, and we're not going to get into politics <laughs> no, on this no. whole thing anyways. But no. I, I think it would actually be quite amusing to see that whole thing unfold in the Same next year. <laughs> you know, especially given the fact that uh, the U.S. election in particular yeah. is not just, you know, a couple of weeks before, you know, you go and vote. Or, or I guess it is for early voting, but I'm saying sure. the whole, the whole, um, um, like the campaign trail leading yeah, up to the it? whole campaign is, is chaotic months and, and years <laughs> yeah, and right. you know leading yeah. up to it. I mean, that's you're right. gonna if he's running, you're gonna hear about it in the next year, year and a half. Yeah, I'm sure that's right, right? That's so, right. There you go. So yeah, that that's the nice addition to our community court board this week. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring up his name. That's so good. I My favorite it. person and yours too. Yes, indeed. and I'm being sarcastic and you're not. <laughs> I'm not. Go, Kanye. <laughs> oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention, I wanted to mention, yeah, what's up? of course, if you have anything you'd like to write into the show about, uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, uh, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter uh, at Between Grooves. You can also email us at Between the Grooves at FaithStrongToday.com. We did get a comment on Apple Podcasts from someone who said, excellent and uplifting podcast.
podcast. I like to catch it on Joy Radio, but if I miss it or want to hear it again, this is where I go. Hmm. Being a musician, I can relate to their guests. I love hearing the journeys that each musician takes to get where they are today. Each one is different and encouraging. So thank you very much for that comment. And if you've got a comment, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, indeed. Well, this week, our guest is none other than Zach from Alive City. And uh, this is this is one of those conversations that um, we don't you and I don't have to prepare for. I, I, there's not a lot to prepare for right. a lot of the conversations that we have because we're just talking over coffee. That's right. Except we don't have a coffee. Not sponsor, me. Yeah. Right? Not yeah. Me. I've got a coffee. I'm yeah. I, I plan. I don't know why you always have a coffee, but you never think of me. Like it's pretty. Selfish. It would be cold by the time you get here. I finish my show, you know, hours before we start, you know, getting together. So okay, that's good. Too late in the day for you to have a coffee. Anyway, forgiven. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I just do it to stay awake. That's why I do it too. Mm. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Sorry. Gotta have a sip of my coffee. So our guest, uh, our guest today, uh, Zach from Alive City Band. This is a great band. Um, oh, yeah. They got a yes. track called Lay Em Down, which I've been playing on the radio, and it's such a great song. Yeah. So we'll hear a little bit about what they do with their music and, and the recording process and, and how they've you know come together as a band to, yeah. to record some of the stuff, even over the last few months with everything that's going on with COVID, uh, hear about their journey and uh, some of the stuff that they've been doing with recording. Mm. Let's... Get to it. We're going between the grooves with Zach from Alive City Band. We're always running ahead and our producer's got all these audio files. He puts it all together and makes it all sound good in the end. Um, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, it's like clockwork. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I can, I can barely even hear the Canadian accent. I don't understand what you mean by Canadian accent. We don't have a Canadian accent. Oh. <laughs> I, I did you, don't know. Did you catch that? Did you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It, I mean, I, hang on. It, the flip side <laughs> is we can't really hear an American ap- accent on you. You sound Canadian. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I live basically, I live like right, like I could swim across the lake and I could be in Windsor. There we go. Well, there we go. Get going. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Get, on over, man. Come on over got, whenever you like. Gotcha. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if the COVID um if the COVID stuff wouldn't have happened, actually maybe we maybe we should just start the interview because I got a funny story. Okay. All right. Well no, let, before you do that, let's let I, I wanted to mention the fact, you know, we were talking a little bit about how this whole podcast gets put together and it and very often that there's many pieces that get put together. Uh, after the fact, we'll have a conversation with an artist or a producer or somebody, uh, and we'll have that conversation. And then after the fact, we record other segments for the podcast, and our producer magically puts it all together with music and everything else. So the final product sounds sounds quite amazing, uh, I'm told, because I don't usually listen to the final product, I'll be honest. <laughs> a lot of other stuff I'm listening to. But um, I, I would imagine it's the same for you when you're putting music together. Th- is there a bunch of pieces? Like, obviously, there's the songwriting process and then, you know, recording some tracks or maybe a demo and stuff. Can you Can you walk us through a little bit about that in your experience? Yeah, for me, the process usually starts, I will be halfway in between my sink and my shower, and then, like, a melody will pop into my head, and then I'll, like, I'll hop back to the shower, and then I'll record, the like, the melody into, like, the voice memos on my iPhone, and then from there, everything else happens. 
It's, it's funny. I'm, ex- that, I'm in the exact same process. It's always at the time. worst time, right? You're you're in the middle yeah, of something. Always. That's, yeah. that's my yeah, process as well. Like Every time. AM, you just wake up. Yeah, like, that's right. Like out of like dead slumber. Whoa! There's a melody. There's an idea. Yeah. When I get when I get ideas for the radio show, something that I can talk about or whatever, it's usually as I'm going to bed, or yep. an hour after I've gone to bed, right. or at two o'clock in the morning or one thirty in the morning, where it's like this idea 100%. pops in my head, and and then so then now you're just just you know hoping and praying that you'll remember it when you you know, you can get your phone out and write it down. That's right. You know? mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, of course. Yeah. So you, you find the same thing, Drew, when you're writing songs yeah, or when you have an idea? It's honestly. A, it's the exact same thing. It's like I'm like about to get into the shower and boom, I get a full idea. I'm like, oh, crap. Now I got to like figure this out. And <laughs> like, oh, man, I got to where's my phone? And that's it, man. That's it. So I, I, oh, my sometimes I just try and sing the melody over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again in the shower. And then by the time I get out, it's a totally different melody. I'm like, oh, crap. So it's wow, yeah, yeah. Wow, are you a songwriter? I am. I'm a, <laughs> That's what I'm happened. Songwriter and a producer here in uh, in Toronto area. So yeah, oh, wow. I, I get it, man. I totally, totally get it. So cool, yeah, right? Yeah, I would love to actually for you to give us like a, a brief overview, of kind of what you and Live City are up to, and what you like. What's your story? Where you guys come from? Because there might be a few listeners who are kind of like, we don't know these guys. What, who are they? If they don't know a Live City, they need to. They need to. Great music, dude. Your your singles are amazing. Like so well done and. Great writing, great production, sounds fantastic. But yeah, who are yeah, you guys? Who are you guys? You. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Live is from Detroit, Michigan, and we all like grew up in the same church in the Detroit area. Uh, so, I started playing guitar in like the church youth band. And from there, um, I like, I wanted to learn how to sing because like I wanted to worship, but I was so bad. I got kicked off of the worship team. And it, it was it was a complete mess. But like I just like had such a passion for writing songs, such a passion for like leading worship and just like just trying to like impact however I could through like Christian music because I'm passionate about Christian music and our whole band is passionate about Christian music, not just music for the sake of music because like mm. what's the purpose? And so we're passionate about Christian music because of that. And, um, so I think, so I'm, tw- I'm 22 and, um, I started writing music, I think in, in high school and it wasn't good. It was very bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we just like, uh, so I grew up with like all the band members and we just kind of, we just, uh, started recording. So we record ourselves. We don't actually, uh, go to studios in like Nashville or LA or whatever. Right. So we do all of our recording out of Detroit. And that kind of started because there really aren't a lot of studios or producers or even really a Christian music scene in our area. And so we, but we wanted to make music, but we also didn't have the money to go hire professional producers. And so little by little, we just bought all the equipment that we needed ourselves. Oh, nice. And we discovered, like, we just discovered that we loved writing and creating and producing our own stuff. It's good. That's a great investment. That's a way to go. I mean, yeah. in these yeah. days, yeah. technology, whether it be the, the hardware or the software, it's certainly, number one, available where it wasn't perhaps 20 years ago. And number two, it's certainly 
uh, it can be cost cost effective. Like there there is some good quality stuff out there. If you do the research and right. and you know buy the right stuff, um, it can be it, it's a great opportunity to record your own stuff. In fact, there's a lot of artists and Drew. We've talked about this in the past where a lot of artists when they are on tour, you know, forget the COVID thing. When they are on tour, sometimes they're recording <laughs> songs right. while they're on tour. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Now how's how's yeah. the COVID stuff impacted you guys? Yeah. So um, I had COVID last week. You had it, was it really weird. You had COVID. Yep, I had I had COVID. Oh, okay. So my whole my whole family. Oh, so another thing about a live city. Um, myself, I'm Zach. I'm uh, the male vocalist. The female vocalist that you hear in like half the singles. That's my sister. Nice. And um, last week we both had COVID nineteen, and it was really strange. It's such a it's such a weird disease. Huh. Like in my in my honest opinion, I thought I. I, I thought, that the normal flu was kind of worse. Like the symptoms I had, like the, um, the body aches everywhere. I still can't really taste or smell anything, but like overall, I think the flu was still like a worse thing to deal with. Right. Just so you know, we're, we're, you know, making sure that we're safe and, and stuff here uh, in studio. So both Drew and I are in separate studios. Uh, There's a glass partition between us. So we're, we're keeping it safe and we're both wearing masks, right? No, we're not wearing masks right now, but we are, (laughs) but we are wearing masks outside of the studio. Like when, when we're in the hallway or whatever, we're wearing masks just to stay safe. I was, the whole mask thing was, but you know, we're both wearing gloves. And these are very, you know, fashion. No, I'm just kidding. We're not wearing gloves. <laughs> I used to, oh I used to wear gloves in here, though. But yeah, I used to wear gloves. <laughs> a few months ago, when this thing whole, when this thing all started up, yeah. uh, Drew would come into the studio with mask and gloves on, like these blue gloves. Oh yeah. And the funniest part was, was we'd be in studio either chatting with somebody or getting ready to chat, and he's got, he still has his gloves on, yeah, yeah. and it's like, don't you look nice? <laughs> They're so oh, pretty. Oh my word. Pretty and dainty. Very dainty. Yeah. I was I wasn't going to say dainty because I didn't want to get Drew upset, but he said it first, so that's good. <laughs> dainty little gloves. That's right. That's right. I look great. Uh, when I think of dainty <laughs> gloves, I'm thinking of the white gloves that you would, you know, the 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 bride would wear at a wedding or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was that's, similar. That's different color. color. Different color. color. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 These were these were rubber gloves, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or latex gloves or that's whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So so I mean, if you had it a week ago, have you if you actually are you better now, Zach? Yeah, um, I I was out for almost two weeks straight. It okay. was like the the exhaustion. You're super super tired. Like I was I was probably in my bed for three or four days straight. Like walking up the stairs, you're just like, dang, it's time for a nap. It's time to go to bed already. Wow. That's that's and my that's my normal life. Yeah, that's weird. that's my normal oh my life God. for me. I that I I'd love to stay in bed for three or four <laughs> days straight. I always want to take a nap. What's new with that's oh because right. uh, you were sick? I understand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. And you you said your sister yeah, had it as well. I, basically, yeah. So our whole family, our whole family got it all like around the same time, and it took us out for about two weeks. My dad actually got pneumonia from it. And so that was a little bit more scary. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, he's actually almost completely recovered now. He's still taking it really easy. Uh It's COVID, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's starting to feel a lot better now. We have, uh, we've been working throughout the pandemic uh, with uh, daily broadcasts or, or weekly broadcasts of the podcast every every week. Um, but we have had situations where you know we we 
pre-arrange and schedule uh, interviews and conversations with artists and producers and whatnot. And we've had situations numerous times where uh, even though something is scheduled and we're ready to chat with somebody, uh, the last minute they don't materialize because either the person we're going to be chatting with has COVID or there's a close family member that has had COVID. And so they've had to cancel with us and we've had to reschedule. And some of them uh, haven't even rescheduled yet. Some of them are to the point where they're still uh, very busy with family members and stuff. And so uh, it's, um, you know, it's understandable, um, a little frustrating for us because, you know, from a very selfish point of view, we want to have these conversations with these people, but Hey, their health is, their health comes first. And and so, uh, so it's been an interesting a uh, few months. Certainly, me at the radio station, the way we've operated is, I know I've heard of radio stations where some of their hosts will broadcast their show from home. I've still been coming in every day, but I've practically been the only only person in the radio station for five or six months. There's been another couple of people wow. that don't necessarily come in yeah. as early and we never interact with each other or rarely interact with each other. Uh, we're always wearing masks if we, if we do. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like the rest of our office staff only a few weeks back started coming back into the office and even that has now scaled back a little bit because of course uh, mm-hmm. things are picking up a little bit with with yeah, uh, COVID really cases yeah. and so they've scaled back and some of them aren't coming in or only coming in a day a week or something like that just to keep the staff count mm-hmm. down just for safe safety reasons right so yeah I, I definitely I get I get all that that's for sure my the only thing that's tough to me about the whole like isolation I feel like in 2020 it's already been a really rough year for in a lot of ways, like the political climate, the COVID-19 culture. And on top of that, now we have to isolate from each other. And now you're not getting that human-to-human interaction that That's I right. think is so yeah. important. That's and right. It's tough because, yeah, you don't, you don't want to get people sick. And, like, when I, when I had it, I was locked up in my basement for 10 days straight. And when you when you come out of that, you realize, wow, I really need people around me. Like... I need community. Yeah, yes. the, the social interaction in the community, I think, has really, really suffered. And I mentioned this a while back to Drew. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or, or one day when we were just chatting about the fact that with all that's happened in the last, you know, five, six, seven, eight months, I guess now, yeah. with all this stuff that's going on in the world around us and the isolation and staying safe, wearing masks, trying not to interact with people that you don't know or that aren't, you know, people living in your immediate household and all that other stuff that's going on. I think, honestly, and I and I got together uh, for a, a walking coffee with a with a friend of mine a number of weeks ago. Uh, we just yeah. you know grabbed a coffee and and walked down a path in a park just so we could chat. And what I said to this guy, this friend of mine, I said to him, Jeff, I think what we're losing is the ability to interact. Like we're forgetting how to have conversations with people face to face because we haven't done it in so long. And that's the scary part because you need it. And yet when you get to finally do it again, what's it going to be like? It's not going to be like it was before. Right. Wow. That, yeah, that's a, that's such a, such a great point. And even I I think that it's starting to have negative impacts in society. If you look at the alcohol rates Mm -hmm. of just alcoholism, uh, the suicide rates, the mental health issues, 
it's yeah, we're we're in a tough spot right now. The yeah. world needs some Jesus. That's yeah. the thing because it's only going to get worse as we move into winter time. Like and like you said, yeah, the suicide rate's going up. It's it's really huge up here in Canada right now, and it's getting worse. And I find that the artists are actually the are they're getting hit the worst here in 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 our in where we live. And so it's really really important that we try and find ways to reach out and to connect and to hang out and to check on each really? other because yeah, like it's winter is going to be a bad one. I fear that yeah. it's going to be a bad one. It's going to be. It's going to be something that we've never experienced before in our lives. That's right. Right. Yeah. Now, for you, Zach, I mean, your sister's in the band. You're in the band. What has it been like for the last few months for you guys, specifically with the fact that you're not able to do live concerts? Have you been doing stuff online? What have you been doing in the proce- process? Like, what? How have you been using your time, given the fact you can't do what you normally do? Yeah. Uh, during the first lockdown, that which was, I believe, in March, March or April, so um, everything got locked down in the U.S., uh, especially in Michigan. Michigan, where, uh, where we're from, was very, very strict. And I basically was in my house for about six weeks straight. I brought my studio back to, my, back to the house, and we just recorded a ton of stuff. So that was really fun. Um, they shut down the gyms, and so that's mm. been really different. Yeah. Now, now they're open, thankfully. But I discovered that running is that bad. I <laughs> running is um, I don't know, man. It's I don't, I don't even know what to say about running, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys, do you guys like? Uh, are you guys into fitness stuff at all? Uh, yeah. I mean, is eating a lot of pizza like every day fitness? Like me getting up to go to the fridge like an hour every hour is that fitness? I mean, I I, I think oh about if so, then yeah, I'm totally into fitness, man. I, I think about fitness and it's a thought that counts. So it's yeah, I'm totally I'm totally into go. it as well. There we go. Right. Oh my. I, I, my my brother is a triathlete. He runs, he bikes, oh and everything gosh. else. And uh, the interesting thing is, every once in a while, he'll you know sprain an ankle or or hurt himself in a run. And and I just keep pointing to that to him all the time, saying, "Look, that's the reason why you shouldn't be overdoing all this running and cycling and everything else." Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I take a more of a laid back approach to there the whole go. thing. You know, there we go. So, <laughs> as in, I don't really do it. And then, and then, of course, yeah. I like to support local business. So if I can order in a pizza versus me well, having to walk it. to the pizza place exactly. together, right? That's you right. Know. I mean, I walk to the donut store on a regular basis, right? Yep. Like three times a day, I get my donut. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to eat it. <laughs> Someone's got to eat it. Yeah. Can't right? go to waste. That's right. Wow. Support the I'm, economy. I'm doing my part for my body and for my community, right? <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> for my body and my soul. That's right. That's right. Puts a smile on your face. Yeah, and that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> So you've been recording from home a little bit. Now, uh, one of your big hits right now is Lay Em Down. I love the track. So good. Was that recorded pre-pandemic or during? Lay Em Down was written actually back in 2017. Okay. Uh, I wrote the song uh, with like a piano in my basement. And then we we started like kind of messing with the idea. Like, So I, um, I brought all the guys together from the band, the guys, obviously the girl, my sister, and uh, we started working on the song a little bit. We started recording it in uh, 2018, and then 2019 we kind of like wrapped it up the um, production on it. So we got uh, we got a gospel choir together. It's um, it's actually so the leader of the gospel choir who you hear in the song they come into the chorus. Yeah, yeah. And then from there they're basically on throughout the, like the rest of the song. Yeah. That gospel choir um, 
the leader of that choir is actually from our home church, like where we all met. And so it was like, it turned into like a really cool situation where um, they came in and they did, they did the choir recording parts. We only had eight people, but we recorded them, I think like 15 times. And we just stacked their voices over and over and over again and just got this like massive choir sound, which I mean, I love. Yeah. I think it turned out really, really great. I like when I like when when artists are able to able to be creative with that and do that with choirs because I've heard that being done before where you know uh, an artist will have this choir in the background and it, may, it might only be three or four voices but they've layered it they've stacked That's it up right. like you said and recorded it multiple times and it sounds phenomenal it really does yeah and it's crazy the difference that happens when you get well trained choir singers yes people who know how to sing gospel versus if I stacked myself all day it would just sound like more like 30 seconds to mars right but when you have these when you have these gospel choir singers who just have this vibrato they have so much control of their voice and then you you put good gospel uh, singers together in a room they can turn their, all their individual voices into one voice and right. it's it's so cool yeah well and you guys would be able to do the same thing because you've got a brother and sister duo and i've always said that with family groups i mean yeah you're going to have the fighting and bickering once in a while but the fact that your family <laughs> very often uh leads well as far as the vocals are concerned because you blend well together you yeah. kind of know what the other person is doing but more more importantly your voices are very similar which is which is important for for you know consistency and the That's sound right. of the band and everything else mm-hmm yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Now, I got to say, the fact that you started on this song back in 2017, it it does not by any means sound 2017. It's definitely the 2020 sound. Wow. Hey, well, that's good. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a great it sound. What, what is the 2020 sound? Just listen to the track. And you'll, <laughs> listen to the track. It's everything from from you know having the choir background. I yeah, think yeah. you're seeing a lot of that, and and kind of the kind of a little bit of a gospel vibe in the songs, and you're mm-hmm. and you're starting to hear that with with other artists and yeah, stuff yeah. that have done that. Um, and and just I love the the way the song builds. Yeah, lay them down. Yeah. Like I, I think it it it's starts off it starts off strong, and you think okay that's it, but no it it builds beyond that with the choir and just the music. Music and everything else building up as well. It's, I think it's a great song. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the, the story behind this song, actually, I wrote it after uh, I was. I had a conversation with one of my friends, actually, in the back of a gym, and she like was having a super, super, super difficult moment where, um, and it's kind of it's kind of actually what inspired the words to the verses when when you give and give and all they do is take. Uh, she just felt used up. She felt beat up by the world. She felt like people didn't really care about her. She felt like they just like used her for, uh, for her body, for what she could do for other people instead of, um, like instead of treating her like a person. And that's kind of like what originally inspired it. Um, I wanted, I wanted to make this song. If God was singing this song to this girl, who's just like broken, who feels worthless. And God says, you know that I love you. You know that I'm for you. Hmm. And you don't have to carry like the burdens that you've been dealing with because I've got you. Just lay, lay, lay the burdens down. Yeah, all you did was rhyme off the lyrics to the song there. I'm, it sounds great. 
<laughs> no, you did. I mean, everything you said in that story, the tail end when you talk about what That's God good. said, is, yeah. is you're just telling us the lyrics of the song. But That's good. And, That's and, and as you're saying it, I'm hearing the song. Like if, if you know, any of our listeners have not heard this song yet, listen to the song and then and then listen back to what Zach said about what, you know, God tells us to do. It's like, yeah, those are the lyrics of the song. It sounded great. Yeah. I'm, uh, in my writing, I'm trying to get honestly a little bit more simple and as far as like the lyrics are concerned just like say what i actually want to say like don't try to hide it behind a lot of like poetic stuff or rhymes or like over complications like i just want to i just want to say the truth of the gospel yes yeah i don't i I like that because i think i think in this day and age especially newer artists they think they need to complicate things and make it sound uh the lyrically make it sound either rhymy or uh flow and stuff like that and that's that can be important but but get to the root of what you're trying to say in there instead of Mm -hmm. using innuendos and synonyms and all those other words that may may (laughs) not that's right instead of you know just trying to get the what you're what what are you trying to say just keep it simple stupid yeah that's it keep it really really simple and clear that is a great way to go that was that was kiss by the way that's right kiss keep it simple stupid stupid that's right yes i wasn't calling i wasn't calling jk stupid i was saying this is a saying. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Did I sound like I was? I was making stupid? clear, making clear for the uh, for the audience and okay, listeners. Okay, yeah, that's okay. It. Thanks for clearing that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, no. You two riff off each other so well. <laughs> we do. We do have a little fun. Yeah, yeah. And can I tell you, Zach? Can I tell you? Some of the stuff that doesn't even get recorded or perhaps oh. got recorded, but we, you know, either our producer decided to edit out because it was uh, maybe not suitable or or whatever, or we've decided because like the last few months, we've actually been recording ourselves and then we send the audio files yeah. to our producer after the fact. And so it, it, it's happened today where, you know, Drew and I were recording some other stuff and and I didn't like it. And I deleted it, and Drew said, "Oh, we got to keep it. That was so funny." And but I deleted it anyway. So yeah. there's so much stuff. Oh that, no! There's so much stuff that doesn't make it to air. But yeah, we do have have a lot of fun. And and quite frankly, if the guests that we have on on the podcast aren't having fun, it's usually a boring episode. So yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for admiring and <laughs> contributing <laughs> to the to the humor and to the laid back atmosphere on between the grooves. And it feels, it feels so good. Yeah, and, and the other thing I've said, and I'll say this again, Drew, oh, I've said this many go. times. Here no, I've said go. this many times. Okay. Between the Grooves is not about interviews. No. What is it about? Be- Between the Grooves is about conversations. There it is. So, you know, when we talk... <laughs> every single episode I don't say it every this. episode, but it is. Every single episode. <laughs> if you... If you oh, my God. Oh, if you wanted me to talk at a conference or a seminar about, you know, how to conduct an interview, I'd probably decline because I don't believe That's in interviews. Not, you no, hold on for they have to rephrase it for me. They have to rephrase it for me. Give yourself some credit, man. You can do interviews. Yeah, but you, you're well skilled in that. Yeah, but but, I, but your point but, is, but my point yes, is, it yeah. wouldn't the, the the best interview right. is not an interview. Right, it's a conversation. Yeah, right. Where we're yeah. both communicating back and forth and having a conversation, not right. me just asking. So, Zach. 
what did you do this morning? And then after that, <laughs> and after that, you know, what's your next process in recording a song? That's right. And then the, after that, how do you release it to radio? And That's after right. that, like, it's not me asking questions and, and waiting for the answers. It's a conversation back and forth. And there that's my yeah. point in this there whole thing. So sorry to drone on, Drew, but I had to clarify because... You had, you had to clarify. I did. Yeah, clarify. Did. So there I clarified. Oh my gosh, we're still going. Okay. <laughs> There's a little bit of a tangent there. And that's another thing we tend to do oh in the God. podcast. Stop. <laughs> we tend to go Stop off on a tangent every once in a Stop while. It. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're talking we're we're talking with Zach from Alive City. Oh, totally we have, we have totally a guest. forgot about that. We sorry. have a hey, guest. Guest hey, between the groups. Sorry, uh, Zach. <laughs> what are, what are you guys up to next? Like what's what's the next thing on your plate? What's a, what's a Live City up to now that we're going to be here hearing soon? Well, we definitely want to go to Canada. Yes, I yes. Have, uh, yes. You haven't been to Canada since, well, obviously since everything locked up. Yeah. We were in the Windsor area, and it was super fun. The Canadians are really nice people, and somebody brought us maple syrup. <gasps> and so that was probably the most Canadian thing that can happen, and it did happen, and we hope that it will happen again. You know, if I can share, if I can share, Drew, the the conversations with uh, Zach and I back and forth between we actually before talking on the phone was I want to come up to Canada and, uh, you know, hang with you guys. Yeah. Which is which is great. Yeah, it is. And but because of everything that's going on in the world around us right now, that's not going to happen any time you know, soon because Actually, once yeah. once once they open up the border between Canada and the U.S., then it's then it's winter, and who would want to come? Uh, having said that, you've got enough winter down your way yeah, as well. Yeah, it's yeah, not that that's far right. away. That's right. But you know, yeah, definitely want to see you in Toronto and and uh, you know go for I don't know pancakes with maple syrup. There I don't know. There it is. There it is. Of course. If you make yeah. it up to Canada, I will get you some yummy maple syrup. My wife just bought some on the weekend. That sounds wonderful. There we go. We'll hook you up. Yeah. We'll hook it real good. You guys snowboard? I used to. Not anymore. I'm, I'm too old for that stuff now. I'll die. <laughs> yeah. They, they say Canadian snowboarding is really, really good. It Actually, is. Actually, when, um, when I was in ninth grade, I, uh, I went snowboarding with this girl. And I had a crush on her. Oh, yeah. And she was a really, really talented snowboarder. And I, it was my first day out there. And she started going down this uh, this pass that had ramps on it. <sighs> and I was trying to keep up with her because I was like, oh, man, this girl's really cute. I, I got to keep up with her. I'm the guy here. <laughs> and I literally, I I shot off this the side of this ramp. I did not go off the front of the ramp like you're supposed to. I went off the side, right up into the air. And... Really dislocated my shoulder. I was gonna. I was gonna ask, what did you break? It took me down in the burrito. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Like the, like the orange burrito. Yes. They like put you on, and then they like drive you down in like a little snow buggy. Yes. Straight yeah. to the hospital. It yeah. was. It was so bad. You know, I'm not a big uh, outdoors person when it comes to the snow. I'm not a big fan of winter. Right. right. Um. And but you know, on, I remember when I was in school, going on class trips, and we would go you know, downhill skiing or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. Uh, I was, um, the highlight for me on these trips was when somebody did fall and break something. And the reason why is because <laughs> I was, oh I was so bad. I was so bad that the highlight for me would be the, the, the marker, the guy that would be pointing the direction when the ambulance comes, go down that way, you know, use my pole to, to right. point that that's the way you want to go when yeah. they come in the drive or whatever there, that's where you want to go. And then I felt important, right? That that's where you want to go to get the person that just <laughs> fell and broke something. Well, that was a highlight wow. for me because I'm really bad. I really am. Oh my. You know? Gosh. I can I can hold my own, 
You know, when I was a kid, my parents decided to buy cross country skis. Like we wanted, we we said to my parents mm-hmm. as kids, we want to go skiing. Right. And what that meant to my parents was we want to go cross country skiing. It, they interpreted that to be cross country oh, skiing. Very oh, different. That's, okay. that's very, very different di- from very downhill different. skiing. Yeah, I would have rather done the downhill thing and learned to do yeah, that cool. properly. Right. I can do it a little bit. You know, I could hold my own. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. But um, yeah, I learned on the downhill and sorry, on the cross country. And that's great exercise. <laughs> great, great exercise. I don't want exercise. I want to go down the hill. That's right. That's yeah, right. like we just want to cruise and, yeah, and it, go man. up the that's lift. It. I mean, down yeah, when right. you when you go cross country skiing, there's no there's no lift. There's no lift. It's just you walking just you the skis, walking the skis, or, <laughs> that's or right. oh, there's a little dip. The little, I love the little dips. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the that's, that's the, the only exciting most, part. Yeah. That's the most you'll ever get. It's like yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I've never tried snowboarding. I would be awful on that. <laughs> it's fun. It's it just you just got to give it a shot. It's super super cool. I'll, I'll take it. Give it a thought. I'll, I'll you, take it, Jake. You just want to laugh. I know. <laughs> you just want to laugh. You guys play Christmas music on the station? Absolutely. You're going to send me something? Of course I'm going to send you something. Yes. When you guys when did when does like the transition in Canada happen from the standard music format into straight Christian music. Or, uh, well, you know, it's interesting you say that because Drew and I had a conversation. Well, Drew, no, 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 no. Drew and I had a conversation about this a number of weeks ago. And uh, quite frankly, um, people should be sending us Christmas music if they haven't sent it by, I would even say mid-November. It's it's probably too late but you'll find that radio stations in canada be very much like the states where i mean the radio station that i'm at i'm also the music director so uh christmas music for me will sorry let me qualify that christmas music for me starts in october but christmas music being played on the radio at the radio station that i'm at starts usually december 1st and then through till christmas christmas eve there'll be kind of a 50 50 and it's not 100 percent Christmas music December 1st either it, it kind of playing more and more yeah. each week more and more gets added to the list and then by you know the week of Christmas maybe it's 24-7 Christmas and then maybe a 50-50 mix on Boxing Day and a couple of days after that and then after that it's you know definitely before on Wedding Ju- Day on Boxing Day sorry uh, after in Canada oh, right. in Canada sorry, at- eh? sorry eh? don't you know eh? yeah 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 <laughs> The day after Christmas in Canada is called Boxing Day. That's when you have, that's like, it's like Black Friday for you. That's when we have what are called Boxing Day sales. And everybody, you know, after celebrating Christmas and the birth of Christ and stuff, everybody goes nuts and goes shopping the next day. That's called. That's right. Get those cheap TVs. Yep. That's right. That's called Boxing Day. So Boxing Day, maybe the day after it'd be kind of a 50-50 mix with Christmas music. By January 1st, it's it's just regular music again. So that's the more but, you know. The more you the know. More so you know. But right. but you know, Drew and I had that that specific conversation a number of weeks ago about when artists should be sending Christmas music to the radio stations because quite frankly, every year, I mean, obviously people that haven't listened to the podcast, every year I'll have somebody sending me something the first and second week in December. It's like you're too late. Yeah, it's way too late. So that's what I tried to do last year. Didn't work. There, there you go. go. There, there you go. go. So you learned, yeah. right? So <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah. You live and you learn. So interesting that you should bring that up. Yeah. So we'll see what happens this year. We'll I'll I'll share the stories, you know, sometime in December about all the stuff that I got after the fact and please, please we're going to have some laughs. Please do. <laughs> yeah, guys, my honest my honest opinion, I know it was asked, but my honest opinion on Christmas music, 
I have a little bit of a hard time with the bands that try to come up with a super, super poppy version yes. of a song that was originally a beautiful uh, more analog sounding acoustic, maybe like a Motown vibe in like this like wonderful Christmas song. I don't really like the ones that go super synthy and poppy and sound like it's like a LA summer hit. Like that's just not Christmas to me. I don't know. What See, do you think? Uh, for me, I, I don't mind that. What I do mind is uh, like, I like original Christmas music. Right. So, so if yeah. you, if you take you. an existing Christmas song that everybody knows and try to jazz it up a bit, well, everybody and their mother's doing that. So it doesn't make mm-hmm. it distinct. And so if, even if it's a big artist and they do that song, it's not probably going to get tons of airplay because I've got probably a dozen different versions of that same song right. by other well-known yeah. good artists. And so it's not going to get tons of airplay, but you you come up with an original song that's, that's Christmassy, you know, with bells and that pop sound and stuff. I love those. I really do. Cause, cause hmm. you know, Christmas is supposed to be happy and that, that, denotes happiness when you play the song yeah. versus some of the slow lullaby-ish type uh, sorrowful almost you know sad songs you know I, I that, to me that's not Christmas that's not Christmas either but, but again but again it's all taste so you gotta have a mix of both that's right you that's know right. yeah wow that's so interesting I've I've never even really considered writing uh, an original Christmas song before you should. have you guys done that yeah, I have. I haven't because I'm not a songwriter. Drew, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've written a few, and they've been they've worked pretty well on radio, thankfully. And I'm working on. I just finished another original one. Hopefully, I'll release it this year or next year. We'll see. But yeah, I think that wow. is that's a good way to go. Hey, like, make I, sure you, make sure you release it basically before the first week in December, or you won't get on the station. Well, well this is it. This I know. I know. It's right? got to be November the latest. So if you can, if you can write an original and get and squeeze it out, that'd be cool. Most but- most artists are, <laughs> most Nashville artists are doing Christmas music in the summer months. If That's you, right. If you watch, yeah. yeah. If you watch their social media feeds, you can see them, oh, you know, just recorded a Christmas song in studio, or they might even also be doing photo shoots, you know, late August, early September, yep. where they're doing a photo shoot with you know, trees decked out in decorations or snow yeah. flakes or whatever else. And, and they're doing this stuff and they're promoting the fact that, you know, they got a Christmas single coming out in a month and a half yeah. and stuff. And quite frankly, in October is when a lot of these artists will send the songs to radio. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the well-known established artists. They're sending the songs in October, knowing that it's not necessarily going to get airplay on the radio station till you know, maybe late November, early December. That's right. But that's, that's right. the reason why it's so important to get the songs out to radio because if you start sending music in first second week in december it's too late it really is because the yeah, the songs definitely. have already been scheduled they're yeah. in the system and the you know as i said christmas for me is october and after mm-hmm. you know third week fourth week in november absolute latest christmas is over for me except you know yeah. at home and but by then i'm i'm tired of hearing a christmas music right. like i'm yeah. tired of hearing yeah, new stuff course. you send me something in the first second week in december i'm tired of christmas already <laughs> right there it is as far as the music is concerned wow, that's good right stuff. yeah so Honestly, it's interesting need to, you ask that this on an, like, an artist podcast for like, artists to listen to well a lot of <laughs> A lot of artists listen. Are you being sarcastic or? 
No, I have no, I have no idea. Oh, this was just like more of a like a general listener, like Christian radio type of podcast. No, we oh, have a yeah, we have no. a lot of artists listening. That's yeah. why I was asking if you're being sarcastic because uh, I was going to start to laugh. Oh, we no, we I actually have a, yeah. we have a lot of artists that do listen to the podcast, and and hopefully you know especially the newer artists are listening to the podcast and taking some advice from That's that right. because um, you know it'll happen and it's happened recently where somebody sent me. A six and a half minute song and wondering if I could play it on the radio. No such yeah. thing as a stupid question. No, that's true. Only st- no, burst. I won't finish. I'm that. not getting upset. <laughs> I'm just getting emotional. There we go. <laughs> There's a tear coming out of my eye. There it is. There, you there go. it is. <laughs> Full circle that's once right. again. That's right. There you go. Well, listen, Zach, uh, what a great uh, chance to talk with you and, <laughs> and find out a little bit about the band and just, as I said before, having conversation because that's what it's all about on Between right. the Grooves. Yeah, guys, it's been great. Thank you so much for having me on. Fun conversation with Zach from a live city, and uh, I, I think we did more talking than he did. Yeah, poor guy, <laughs> poor guy. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. But you know, it's 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 amazing to see you know the in the short words that we had or that he had to <laughs> to talk about the journey and yeah. and you know what they've been up to in the last few months, um, and just you know a bunch of guys that love music just starting to get together and play some stuff and and i like what he said right in the beginning when he's talking about you know getting some gear together because they didn't have the finances to go into a recording studio and and pay these big bucks and obviously these guys have an ear for music and obviously they have a little bit of technical expertise to be able to lay down some tracks and make things sound good even the uh bringing the choir into their song that's right and it's just really five singers and they're just layering upon layering upon layering to get that full sound just great ideas that don't cost a lot of money to do and i've heard of other artists doing that too they can't afford to bring in a full choir and pay them so just bring in a few of the singers and just layer these tracks over and over again now you get this full-bodied sound that you want for your song and then and then releasing it to radio getting airplay getting listens on all the all the you know spotify's and other you know media media that way so that's that's great it was really good just it felt like like this one probably is one of the top ones for me in terms of like something just feeling like a natural conversation yeah we weren't like trying to like digging from in it was just like let's just talk about life it was good to talk about like his family getting covid and talk about like yeah the recording process and um, how the connection was with their old church and and getting across canada and talking about maple syrup like all these silly things just felt like a very natural conversation as if we were grabbing coffee with them and and christmas right around the corner I mean, this is it. him bringing that up and us, yeah. you know, revisiting that whole conversation. Right. Merry Christmas to you all. There to all is. a good night. That's right. That's right. That was awesome. <laughs> Great talking to Zach from the Live City. Make sure you check out their music and check them out on social media. They're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Such an amazing band. And it's now time for artist advice. And today, our artist advice coming from none other than Origin. Yes. Um, don't try to be another artist. Right. I mean, hey, it's totally okay and it's valid and I think it's a good thing to take the elements that you enjoy and appreciate and admire from other artists, but do not model your brand and your sound and your look based on another artist. Uh, Be unique to yourself, be authentic to yourself. Um, Yeah, let let the fans who appreciate uh, you, your style, your music, come and find you. Don't, uh, yeah, don't don't be a creative clone of somebody else. That's, That's good. It. That's good. Be unique. 
two words right there. That's all you need to know. <laughs> don't copy others. Good to get ideas from them, but right. don't copy others. Right. Because then yeah. it'd be like it would be like American Idol. In the beginning of every season, you've got those people that are pretending to be the original artist. The songs sound exactly the same. Right. They're not doing it, you know, their own version of a song. It's That's just right. sounding like whoever, right? That's so, it, man. Be unique. Don't don't uh, don't copy others. So great, great words of wisdom from Origin on Between the Grooves. And that is it for this week. No. Yes. Now you can go out and get that coffee. Oh, actually, that's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday. And uh, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and a review. Help us reach more people. And you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Between Grooves. We would love to connect with you there. And uh, buy me a coffee next week. I'm going right now. I'm leaving. Bye. 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 Getting my coffee now. Bye. Coffee time. Bye. I'm getting coffee. He's not really getting coffee, folks. He, he I saw my headphones on. I he's got his headphones on. Take them his, off and he's fast trying enough. to he's trying to wheel himself out of the studio. That, that, that was the problem. If I can unplug these headphones, stuck to the <laughs> I can't unplug them though. They're really glued in. Jeez.